ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the gun rack. Nor Desert Institute School of Farm Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey, and with me, we have one Drew Poplin. Drew Poplin. Today we've got our favorite episode of the year for you guys. In honor of the 2023 NFL Draft, we are doing the second annual Gun Rack Draft. Get excited, folks. Drew, how are you feeling about it? Oh, I'm so excited. I, you know, there's nowhere else I'd rather be right now than rainy, dreary North Carolina, talking about some of our favorite firearms, getting some of our friends involved, and, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for uh, some of the prospects coming up this year. All right, folks. We are, this is, of course, very closely tied to the NFL draft, Drew and I's favorite event, maybe ever. And in honor of that, we got to do our Mel Kiper voices, who sounds like the next, he sounds like he's prepping the next word he's going to say, and the next word he's going to say is perpetual ham. Um, that's the only way I know how to describe the way he talks. Um, it's like an old-timey radio guy, but also an auctioneer somehow. So we're going to – hold on. We're going to try this. I gotta, it was a much better idea in my head than, than now actually making the attempt. Let's do the – I'll do the intro line. Ready? Okay. Well, welcome to the gun racks. The Northern Desert is – damn it. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Your turn. No, 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 that was so much better than what mine's going to be. I will give you that. Oh. You gotta do it, dude. I just did it. You have to do it. Oh my gosh. You can't uh, edit this out. Yeah, and I still have to look at my wife in the eyes after this. I don't know how I'm gonna do yeah. it. Alright. Yeah, Joey, we got some great prospects coming up this year. Keep an eye out for a Glock. You know, strong kid, great work ethic. Um really excited to see uh you know which team picks him up and which team is um you know, going to have a real baller on their hands. You know, he's like a real dancing bear out there. <laughs> Thank you for bringing dancing bear back. In the <laughs> beginning, you sounded kind of like his t- uh, co-host, Todd McJay. I'm here for it, though. That was delightful. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for this atrocious audio content that you're suffering through right now. Um, <laughs> you might want to grab yeah. some, uh, you might want to grab yourself a uh, nice alcoholic beverage. It's going to be a... a very, yes, a nice all heavy pour something we have david gagne here so maybe a heavy pour of bourbon um oh yeah I think that's his thing yeah if i remember correctly and uh, if you're at work you know maybe do it anyway you know <laughs> just sneak it in no one needs to. it's our it's our little secret it's a gun rack secret i'd like to think if your boss heard what you were listening to one he'd be concerned for you two he'd wonder what he missed during the application process um, to get you there. To get you there. And third, he, I think he would totally understand it if you wanted to have a little sipsies. Have a little sipsies or something. Old sweetie foodie. Yep. So <laughs> now that we've got that part established, let's get into the rules of this thing. Um, this is a, a nice feature length piece. So we're going to get right into the meat of this. What are the rules that these guys had? Because they're a little bit different than what we did the first time. Yeah, and just for full, full transparency, I'm just going to read exactly what I sent to each participant. Concept and rules. You are drafting an arsenal of firearms. There is a $3,000 cap limit, and you have to select one handgun, one shotgun, one rifle, and one wild card. The wild card, this can be any addition to your arsenal. Some examples include optics, red dots, knives, bow and arrow set, even rocket launchers. Now, firearms will be priced based on their MSRP value. Uh, This is very, very important. Now, there will be four rounds total, which means each team will have four selections to make. Each person will be in control of their team. This includes your firearm selections and your team's name. The draft order will be drawn by draft hosts Joey Upper and Drew Poplin via a spinning wheel, which we did. uh, And we'll reveal the draft order here soon. 
couple more concept and rules to go over. Draft picks are made, once again, in a snake-style format. So, for example, if there are six competitors drafting and the number you draw is number two, your picks would be second overall, 11th overall, 14th overall, and 23rd overall. So, once a firearm is picked, no other competitor may select the same firearm. If someone was to draft a Glock 19, then no one else can select the Glock 19. However, slight deviation from last year, you are still able to get a firearm from the same manufacturer. So if you got a Glock 19, you know, someone else can get a Glock 43. You can draft for any position with your pick, just as long as you end up having one handgun, one shotgun, one rifle, and one wild card. Once the draft order was finalized, we sent them a Google Sheet, which operates as the draft center. That's where everyone made their picks. Once the draft center was sent out, the draft officially began. So this all started on March 28th, I think, was when we sent oh, out wow. the invitations. So this has been literally a month or more in the making. Definitely probably one of the uh, biggest episodes we've ever done. We actually had to try, and that's pretty hard for us uh, yeah. on the average. Gosh. So. <laughs> oh. I, oh. I, I wonder if I would have spent a little bit less time on writing out these rules and a little bit more time on our Mel Kuyper impersonation. Yeah. You know, like maybe... Uh, well, well, well <laughs> Drew, let me, let me tell you about that. Hey, there... I'm that so wasn't excited. too bad. So excited. That one's better than the first run because, you know, he, he makes a lot of ooh noises. You can, you can then imitate. Yep. Yep. I need to get the hair done like he does. Oh, that quaff? Yeah, it, it's recess, but somehow still cute. <laughs> I think it looks a little bit like a badger. Like if he just had like a badger skin on his head. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that as all. Joey, you want to introduce this year's teams? Yeah, I would love to. Let's do it. So, we have some great people operating our teams, our general managers. We have the wonderful George Demopoulos, who is operating team Bakelite. George is a longtime freelance writer that's been writing for SCI long before I left, actually. He's been there maybe two years now. He's the best. He's just a super cool guy. And he has a pension for the Kalashnikov platform. And I would not be too surprised to see. I've not gone and looked over the list as it finished. But I would not be too surprised to see one show up early in the draft for him. It's also his first time on the podcast. And uh, super happy to have him on. We got Jared McNeely, Team Foreign Plastic. He is the Chief Academic Officer and the Dean of the School of Firearms Technology. And every time I turn around, his title gets more and more impressive. <laughs> and he's doing more and more things with less time. He did an uh, appearance for us in our 100th episode. And he, he's just a great guy. He did a lot of our video stuff a couple years back. Jared, whenever you hear this, miss you, man. And next. David Gagne, who we did an episode with, uh, 143, he will be, hold on, let's see if we can do Kuiper again, hold on, he'll be doing, uh, damn it, damn it, <laughs> it's so hard, we're just doing David all over again. Can you, can you do Lou Holtz? Lou Holtz, I don't think I know who Lou Holtz is. He's that old man who talks a little like this. Uh, I might be able to do a Bill Belichick, hold on. We're going to do David Gagne and Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So we, we got David Gagne, and uh, he's playing the game Minute Man. Of course, we love, we love Minute Man, and we love the sport of, of, of competitive shooting. The graduate of SCI, you know, he's got that going for him. He's a real, real hard worker. And, uh, he's the uh, co-owner of, of Minute Man Ordnance Company, which well, I, I don't really uh, – around with the uh, the internet very much, but I've heard it's, it's a pretty professional organization. Uh, he, he appeared in uh, an episode, you'll, you'll have to look it up for yourself, but it's in the 140 somewhere. Uh, but uh, that's, that's all I'm prepared to say about, about, about him. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I can tell you're a Patriots fan because uh, that was yeah. <laughs> you've uh, you've watched enough Bill Belichick interviews. There's a guy on the Around the NFL podcast. Dan Hansis does a, a Bill Belichick impression so well that I thought they were piping in Bill Belichick. Really? Uh, but it was, it was just him reading off quotes from Bill Belichick. It was incredible. Um, <laughs> and then, finally, we have Caleb Downing of Team Build It Yourself, B-I-Y. Caleb Downing is a graduate of SCI. He is seen weekly in our SCI Grad Advice video series on YouTube. Appeared in episode 16 way back when. He was one of my very first interviewees. And he's just a good dude. Very famously is missing a finger thanks to a uh, negligent discharge, which he did a video of that got well over a million views on YouTube. Kind of a celebrity. Not a big deal. Super good guy. We love Caleb. And uh, he's got great great taste in the world of firearms technology so a lot of this is uh you know you get your david gettleman you get your mike mayock there's a reason they've both been forced to retire but you you get different people that have like different prototypical skill positions and prototypical players and be interested to see how that plays out in the draft so before we get into that we're going to do last year's draft results and uh, i'm just now remembering what they are um, oh, I didn't have what. Dang. All right. Go ahead and fire away because my, my list is different than I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people that have impeccable firearms tastes, um, here's two that don't. It's me and Joey. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so last year in the handgun category, Joey selected the CZP07 while I went with the Glock 19. For rifles, I went with the Winchester Model 70, and Joey went with the Ruger American Rifle Hunter six, in 6.5 Creedmoor. Shotguns, Joey went the Remington 870 Express Combo. Good pick. Meanwhile, I went with the Mossberg 590 Mariner. Not great. Um, not Nothing against Mossberg, uh, but I probably should have just gone with the 500. You're just, yeah, you're just embarrassing, embarrassing yeah. yourself, that's all. Well, in a uh, in a string of further bad decisions, with uh, the little cap space I had left, I went with the Bear Archery Desire RD Pistol Crossbow. It's like a little anime crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> so goofy. I'm pretty sure it shot pencils rather than arrows. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. And uh, Joey went with the, uh, he got six Reaper Tactical Throwing Spears uh, that he, yeah. you said, quote, I will have attached to my back. Yeah. I don't know in what situation one requires tactical throwing spears, but that's too spicy a buzzword to simply leave by the wayside. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say here's, I will give ourselves a little bit of credit. Um, one of the differences between last year and this year is last year, me and Joey were doing this live with pretty much zero prep. Obviously, we had, I guess, our equivalent of a big board. But, you know, once someone selected the manufacturer, as I mentioned before, you know, so when Joey selected CZ, I couldn't select anything from CZ yeah, for the rest of the draft. Yeah. And we also had ourselves under, I think, like a two or three minute time limit since it was yeah. live. Uh, to make our picks this year, you know, it's hard getting four people in different time zones. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was like three different time zones. So trying to get everyone on the same page to be able to do it live just wasn't practical. But, you know, I am very excited. The draft order this year, I believe, is Team Bakelite represented by George. Is uh, yes, they have the, yes, They have the first pick. And that pick has just come in. With the first overall pick of SDI's 2023 firearms draft, Team Bakelite chooses Wasser 10. Come on down. Whoa. Okay. Um, All right. The Wasser been, 10. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, definitely a bit of a surprise on this one, but. But, uh, you know, I like a lot of his, uh, his his base traits. 
shooting a Wasser 10 was my introduction to the AK platform. Really cool firearm. Why don't you go ahead over the specs on this one? Because that makes a big difference, I think. For sure. So the Sentry Arms Wasser 10 is a gas-operated AK-styled rifle. It's a weight of 7.5 pounds, a capacity of 30 rounds. It fires 7.62 by 39 millimeter rounds, and it has an original Romanian AK barrel. Yes, this firearm is an imported Romanian firearm with an MSRP of $1,069.99. And my comp, my comp for uh, the Wasser 10 is Jorge Murasan. He is a former Washington Wizards center drafted in the second round of the 93 draft. He is also Romanian. He's rugged. And, you know, they both can do a fair amount of dirty work. Joey, you know, what, what are some more of your thoughts on the uh, on this selection? Yeah, so the uh, Wasser 10 was my introduction to the AK platform. It is a deep, deep love of mine, one of my favorites. I get the desire to make a pick for an AK platform. I think this is a bit of a reach where it is. There's two reasons why. One, no one else is taking the Wasser 10 and there's a very good chance coming into this that you probably know that. So I would make a play, if it were me, for one of those uh, harder pulls and uh, see if you can't get one of the more competitive picks down the line. However, this is a very serviceable rifle that definitely fits our criteria of not much of criteria at all. Just pick a <laughs> rifle. Favorite cartridge. Got it. The second reason I think this might be a little bit of a stretch is that the MSRP for the Wasser 10 has gone up quite a bit of late. $1,069.99 is pretty high for this particular rifle. If I were going to invest that much on the AK platform, I'd probably go after something a little fancier, invest a tiny bit more, or more likely pull back and uh, make a value pick with a PSAK at that 700-ish, give or take, that's off the top of my head, dollar price point. I still love this gun, though. So those are those are nitpicks for draft positioning. Nothing against the gun itself. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I you know I don't think that you know the player, the prospect is bad, but uh, I do question the value at this spot, especially with the snake style format. You know, there's going to be what six picks until Team Bakelite's able to select again. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So. Um, yeah, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of uh, good firearms coming off the board. Speaking of firearms coming off the board, we have Team Form Plastic. Their pick is in. Uh, let's go to Jared to see the selection. Hey there, SDI. In the second pick of the SDI 2023 gun draft, I'm going to go with the SAR B6 as my pistol. This is from Team Foreign Plastic. Here we go. Interesting. Okay. So another pick that I would say was fairly surprising for the first round. Team Foreign Plastic shifts gears a little bit. Rather than taking a rifle like Team Bakelite did before them, they go in the direction of taking a handgun with their first round pick. Now the SAR B6 is similar to the CZ-75. They're both 9mm hammer-fired handguns, both double-action and single-action. Uh, has a capacity of 17 plus 1 or 19 plus 1. I think that 19 plus 1 makes its ceiling slightly higher, and the MSRP on this is $429.99. You know, in my opinion, from what I've seen, you know, this is a prospect you know, not a lot of film on, but this is a firearm, from what I've seen, it's reliable. You know, the scouts have said it's no nonsense, and because of its low MSRP, that does give Team Foreign Plastic a lot more flexibility going into these later rounds. However, some people have complained that it's not the most comfortable firearm to fire after 50 or so rounds, and the, the external safety is hard to activate, and the slide isn't the easiest to rack. Now, with any firearm, there's personal preference. You know, having not been able to fire the B6 myself, I can't give a super informed opinion. Joey, 
What do you know about the SAR B6? Yeah, they've activated my trap card here. Jared is a, um, has, has dipped into my favorite sub niche in the world of firearms, and that is knockoff CZ-75 handguns. I love them. I have two of them. And I do not have the SAR B6, but I am familiar with it. This is another one. I'm not sure if I were in this draft, I might have picked this in the first round. So I can't critique too hard. This is a really good value pick. I don't know if anyone would have jumped you, but I respect the choice a lot. And you said it already. The MSRP of $429.99 is very difficult to beat. Um, it's also an all-polymer CZ-75. There's value in that. There's value in that. And I think that uh, going and reaching for a dependable, reliable handgun, I would imagine, I don't know this for sure, that is, the claims that it's not the most comfortable firearm to fire after 50 rounds or so are partially derived from the fact that it loses a lot of weight uh, shedding its metal frame. Not sure about that. That's just a gut reaction. But if you're comfortable with that, you can save yourself a lot of money. I remember when these were in the 200 to $300 range, and they were some of the best buys on the market. There, this is a, I think this is a great pick, even if it's a little less, if this brand's a little less competitive than others, really good value. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes those small uh... – those smaller schools, smaller manufacturer prospects, we've seen, you know, they have the ability to stick around in the league and uh, really make a difference here. So um, definitely some surprises going on in this first round. Team Minuteman, you know, managed by David Gagne, has put in their selection. Now let's go to, oh my gosh, is that, got, Joey, we got, I think we got Roger Goodell on this. Do we? Let's go. With the third pick in the first round of the 2023 SDI Firearms Draft, Team Minuteman selects the Ruger SFAR. Well, as you can tell by those boos, that certainly was Roger Goodell. Definitely uh, was. No if you're going to try to continue to impersonate Roger Goodell, you need to have less soul in your voice. <laughs> you need more, more of a lifeless husk. Listen, if you're talking to me, you know, our resident sad boy, and you're yeah, saying that... Where's the, where's the all the small things vibe? I tried to give it the most all the small things vibe I have, but, you know, you can't reasonably expect me to reach the level of Roger Goodell. That's <laughs> true. You're um, not a reptilian. Yeah. <laughs> no, respectable, respectable. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Team Minuteman wastes no time snatching up their rifle of choice. The uh, SFAR, SFAR stands for Small Frame Auto Loading Rifle. Uh, this is a rifle with a barrel length of 20 inches, fire 7.62 NATO slash 308 Winchester. Got a capacity of 20 rounds and has an MSRP of $1,329. And we talked, uh, we didn't actually talk, I went to their website, but for the sake of, you know, the premise of the show, we talked and asked RifleshooterMag.com for a comment, and they said that this firearm is a 308 Winchester and a, and a 223 package. With the SFAR, Ruger engineers went in a completely different direction. They figured out a way to effectively wedge an AR-10 size cartridge, you know, the 308 Winchester into an AR-15 sized rifle. The result combines the power, versatility, and ammunition availability of the 308 in a light and handy package. And my pro comp form is Sam Mills, Hall of Fame linebacker, small size, packs a big punch, and um, a really solid pick in my estimation. But Team Minuteman needs to be really smart as they go on through the rest of the draft, how they spend the rest of their money. Uh, there's still three rounds to go, and they've used almost half of their budget, but I'm excited to see where they go from here, what they have in store. Joey, your thoughts? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I definitely agree with your your call on cap space. Coming into here, that's going to be a challenge moving forward. I do think this is the first really worthy first-round pick. I think 
the 308 in Air 15 vibe that we got going on here is something that's very popular. And uh, I think there was a legitimate chance this one got snagged before we came around again. The Ruger is, of course, very popular brand. If we were playing by the old manufacturer rules, I would not have been surprised to have seen this gone first overall. Good pick overall, I think. For sure, for sure. And just like that, the pick is in for Team Build It Yourself, otherwise called B-I-Y. Let's listen in. Hey guys, Caleb Denning with Team Build It Yourself, and for round one, I'm going to pick the Beretta A300 Ultima Patrol, 12-gauge semi-automatic shotgun. All right, BIY falls in the footsteps of Team Form Plastic by not selecting a rifle in round one. However, they decide to go ahead and grab a shotgun rather than a rifle or handgun. They grab a shotgun, the shotgun of their choice, and number one on their board was the Beretta A300 Ultima Patrol. We asked the shotgun to describe itself, said, Featuring the classic mechanisms of the venerable A300 platform, this new defense shotgun includes enlarged controls, an enhanced loading port, a thinner fore-end design with multiple M-lock and QD sling mounting points, and a 7 plus 1 shot extended magazine tube secured by a custom barrel clamp with integral M-lock capability. So yeah, you know, as he said, it's a 12-gauge shotgun with a capacity of 7 plus 1. A weight of 7.1 pounds and a length of 38 inches overall. The barrel length is 19.1 inches. An MSRP of $1,099. Yeah, no, there's no doubt, Joey, that this was a top quality prospect in the shotgun class. Great traits, you know, great measurables. The tape speaks for itself. That is a lot of money to put on a shotgun. There's arguments now of positional value. Do you want to drop $1,000 on a shotgun in today's market? Or would you rather use that money to fill out other holes in your roster, like your handgun, uh, your rifle? That would be the argument there. However, there's no denying the pedigree is amazing. You know, its performance has been amazing. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you feel like if you want the A300 to be the cornerstone of your team, you got to take them the first round, especially when you have the next pick. Yeah, definite hard agree on that. Um, here's a pro comp for you. You ready for this? Give it to me. All right. This is the Quentin Nelson pick. Ooh. Um, we are throwing a premium pick at a guard, essentially. So the positional value is a bit lower than uh, some of the other ones, but the pick itself is excellent. And I think if you are willing to lean into the shotgunness of it all, this is definitely a hit firearm that someone else could pick up. If you're going to go with a shotgun and that be kind of your the premium uh, firearm between the three of them, this is the one I think I would roll with as well, especially if you're going to go semi-auto. Uh, the Benelli Nova, which is like three or 400 bucks pump action, would be probably my number two on that. But... That's what this is. You're getting a workman. You're drafting them high because you know that down the line, this thing is going to work in the trenches to, uh, to help build your team out. That's a really good comp. I like that comp a lot. And, you know, we've seen how well that pick has worked out for the Colts in real life. So, um, I adore Quentin Wilson. <laughs> great player. Great player. And, you know, it's really going to... You know, I'm excited to see what BIY does in round two since they have the first pick of round two to fill out their roster, manage that cap space situation. I'm expecting big things. But before we get to round two, we want to talk to you first about SDI. Sonoran Desert Institute is an... Hold on. I'm getting I'm getting a call here. Is this ad read going to be from Mel Kuyper? What? What? So... The Northern Desert Institute is an online school that helps students learn the skills and techniques they'll need to be successful in the firearms and unmanned technology industry. SDI is accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission. Currently, we offer two programs at the Firearms School of, or school of Firearms Technology. We got the Associate of Fire, Science of Firearms Technology and the Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing. You're interested in either of these, hop on to sdi.edu. 
it ended up sounding a little bit like what if Mel Kuyper was a Confederate soldier, but we got the point across. <laughs> Major General Kuyper. I was going to say, if I had Mel one... Corey is Kuyper. Yeah. <laughs> if I had one criticism, it's that it wasn't sweaty enough. Oh, that's true. But you know what? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Again, bit of a Confederate soldier vibe to it, but... Uh, that's what happens. The SDI firearms draft. That's just what you come to expect. Yeah. Not that we overly want to associate the Confederacy with the Northern but You know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Now, as a, if to almost save me from myself, Team BIY has made their selection. Again, they get the uh, first pick in the second round. Let's listen to Caleb, see what they do. All right, Caleb Downing team, build it yourself for pick number one out of round two. I think I said that right. I'm going to go with the Remington 700 ADL, all right? Keep it lower in the price point. Obviously, it wouldn't look like this, but this is an ADL. It started out as an ADL. Is the potential these things have. Super accurate, super reliable, super fun to work on. That's my pick, Remington 700 ADL in 30-06. Very, very solid pick in my estimation. The Remington 700 is a classic bolt-action rifle. Got to be. Yeah. yeah, I think this was a great response. You know, some of the things we were saying about his choice with the Beretta. What does he do? He goes and gets a um, low-cost, iconic bolt-action rifle. Pretty smart call. You know, the capacity is a bit worrying. It has a capacity of four. But the low MSRP on this means that BIY is going to have nearly half his budget left over for a handgun and a wild card. Going back-to-back -back with the Beretta and the Remington, I think... I think they're in a good position to make some noise. What do you think, Joey? Yeah, I like uh, I like what we're doing here because we went with a fancy shotgun, and now we're going with a more conservative rifle. So we're definitely making a conscious choice here to lean more shotgun for our tactical factor and uh, letting the bolt-action rifle stand on its own two feet. I think this is a good pick. And uh, the 700 does does really well. If you're going to pick a bolt-action rifle, I still love the American Ranch more than any other, but 700 is excellent. Uh, MSRP is nice and low. I think this is overall a really good pick, and I do think if this one was not still around or uh, had not been picked here, there's a decent chance the other non-rifle picker uh, would have picked this up. So I think this was a right call. For sure. For sure. For sure. Which means that uh, next up we have Team Minuteman with their second selection. And here comes Roger Goodell again uh, to read the pick. With the sixth pick of the 2023 Gun Rack Firearms Draft, Team Miniman selects Sig Sauer P320 full size. So you got to mispronounce something in there. Or it's not a Roger Goodell pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna run through some you know stats real quick. You know, obviously Sig has been putting out some primetime players, primetime handguns, you know, over the years. P320, full size is a striker fired semi-automatic handgun, clean 90 degree trigger break, fires nine mil. It's got overall length of eight inches, overall width of one point four inches. And the capacity is 17 plus one and a nice MSRP of $469.67. I say, you know what, this has been two really solid picks in a row for Team Minuteman. I think they've set themselves up well for the final two rounds. And um, I think another big story that's happening right now is with the SAR B6 and the P320 getting selected, I'm a little surprised to see that Glock just continues to slide. You know, a lot of the a little like Will Evans, don't he? Yeah, you know, you know, a lot of the pre-draft draft talk was around, you know, Glock, who was gonna land Glock and stuff. You know, I wonder if some of those reports, you know, got to some of these general managers. Yeah, my man said I have a cannon for a cannon and I can't wait to show it off for everyone. <laughs> no, but I think this is a great pick. A little biased. My first handgun ever was a six-hour P320 compact. And do some people like to, to dunk on the 320 for being a bit of a chonker gun? 
and for having some issues when it first came out. But my understanding is that those issues have been fixed fully. And this handgun is a good handgun, even if the aesthetics are maybe not quite there. Shoot straight, shoot reliably. And uh, the MSRP is so depressed relative to its competitors. Uh, you can get this for much cheaper than a Glock 19 or a Glock 17. And I think that's where the strength of this one comes in. I think this is a great pick. And I do think if he had not picked this here, it would be gone by the next time he was there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I figured, you know, allowing you to speak on the virtues of the P320 again, because you know this firearm quite well. You've done a lot of scouting on it. But next up, uh, the pick is in for Team Foreign Plastic. Team Foreign Plastic, once again, managed by Jared McNeely. And uh, let's go to Jared and see what they picked. Hey there, SDI. With this pick in the draft, we're going to go with a rifle. We're going to go with the PSA AK556. Coming in at just under $1,000 in MSRP. It's a great choice for a pick for a rifle. Well, Joey, you mentioned the name earlier. The PSA AK does get selected as well. So that's another AK style rifle getting chosen as the rifle selection. As the name suggests, you know, shoots 556 by 45, barrel length of 16 inches. The barrel is a gas nitrate 4150 still treated barrel. The capacity, it comes with one 30 round magazine. And according to the firearmblog.com, they say the driving feature on this new PSA rifle, because this came out came out to the scene last year at NRA AM 2022. They say the driving feature on this new PSA rifle is the bolt release on the left-hand side of the Stanog mag adapter. The rifle has a functioning last round bolt hold open system, and you can send the bolt home by simply pushing down the tab on the left-hand side of the mag adapter. This makes mag changes on an empty mag AR-esque and much faster. Word from some of our scouts is that this firearm is scheme independent, meaning it's pretty easy to modify. So that's definitely a plus. The MSRP coming at $1,100. Yeah, we, again, you know, you're going to get natural comparisons just because of where they were drafted between the Wasser 10 and the AK-556. Joey, what are your, some of your thoughts on this and uh, yeah. you know, how the two stack up against each other? Yeah, so Jared went in for one of the nicer models in the PSA AK lineup. They do a lot of them. Uh, I'm, you know, when I think PSA AK, I'm thinking those blemish models that pop out for like six to eight hundred dollars. This is a nicer one. Jared did five five six, which I happen to know is a caliber that, that Jared likes pretty well, and fits a lot of what we're going. I mean, talking about reliability. We're talk about long-range capability. This gun has a lot going for it. The reach-out-and-touch capabilities of a 5.56, their effective range is going to be a little easier to manage than a 7.62 by 39, even if I personally prefer the 7.62 by 39. This is a lean, mean rifle, and I think this, this is an excellent choice for Jared. Between the two, I love Romania just as, as a history person, so like, I'm a weird Wasser bias, but I, if I had to choose between the two of these, I'd say Jared probably got the better end of the deal. It got it a round later. Yeah, this is the Jeremy Chin Isaiah Simmons thing. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Team Bakelite, they are up next. You know, as we mentioned, they went with the Wasser 10 with their first pick, and now it's finally their time to pick again. So let's see what George does. Hey there guys, with our second round pick of the SDI Firearms Draft for 2023, Team Bakelite is going to go with the Glock 19. Um, this is a pretty great pistol. There's a lot of other people who say that there are Glock killers out there. Um, I own several different pistols, and when I go camping with myself and my dog, this is the one I always bring. Uh, it's pretty easy to maintain, and uh, you have to clean it almost as little as an AK. So this is our pick. All right, the slide for Glock ends here as Team Bakelite selects the Glock 19. Yeah, frankly, it's a handgun. Doesn't need much of an introduction. As all of you know, it's incredibly divisive. Some people say it's one of the best things out there. Other people say uh, it's poop. Um, it is ugly Legos. 
Some say they're boring or lazy. Joey just thinks they're ugly. It is actually a prospect I'm a pretty big fan of. Just real quick, some of its stats. 9mm firearm. Has capacity of 15 plus 1. Overall length of 7.28 inches. Weight with an empty magazine is 23.63 ounces. Has an MSRP of 649.99. Yeah. So, I like this pick a lot, actually. And I like it because of where it is. Mm. Um late 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 in the second round is one of the most prolific handguns in human history that is, is a great pickup it's a little expensive locks are, are a, a smidgen overpriced in my estimation but they're frequently on sale so they get a little credit for that uh, i would imagine if you wanted to go get one right now you could probably find one right around 5.99 but don't fact check me on that this one i think is yeah, I'm trying to think of a good comp for this because really what we've got here is incredible quality that has passed through because people are taking it for granted. Mm. Um, and I'm trying to think who fell super far because people just assumed or just didn't take it for granted. Lamar Jackson. Um, Lamar Jackson. That's a good one. This is dynamic. It deserves to get paid. And... Uh, you keep feeding it awful, awful receivers, and it's still working. <laughs> um, this is Lamar Jackson's not a bad one. Super late pick relative to probably where it should have been got, and it didn't matter. They still made it work. Really successful. Uh, I'll put um, I'll put Russell Wilson in there too. Mm. He may have had a rough last year, but uh, got picked up in the third round for no good reason, and he went and lit the league on fire for a few years. And that's what this feels like to me. All right. So Team Bakelite, they said, let Glock cook. Went with the Glock wow. 19, a.k.a. Big Truss. And Team Bakelite Country, let's ride. Bakelite Country, let's ride. Oh, that's great. Yes. That's so good. And the fact that it's George, too, I feel like it fits. Yeah. Because he lives in Colorado, doesn't he? He does. I think he might live outside of Denver. I think that's right. Big light country. Let's ride. Let's ride. So, uh, you know, we're going to talk through the, uh, you know, remaining MSRP for some of these teams and, you know, go through all the rest of the picks. But first, we're going to cut to commercial. Former NFL superstar and probably eventual Hall of Famer Marshawn Lynch gives his thoughts on today's other sponsor that isn't actually a sponsor, Zip Fizz. Grape Zip Fizz. Hmm. Kind of gave me the idea, you know, uh, sitting in a pool on one of them little floaty things with something nice on the side of me. You know, feeding me grapes or something. You know, that's that's kind of my, my, my grape. Grape Zip Fizz. Oh my goodness, I love that man. Gotta do it, dude. Yeah. You just drink a soup fizz so he doesn't get fined. Yeah, just drink a soup fizz so I don't get fined. Yeah. All right. Shall we continue? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the remaining MSRP uh, for some of these teams, you know, that's going to play a huge factor as we get into this last part of this last half of the draft. Team Bakelite, managed by George Demopoulos has $1,280.02 remaining. Team Foreign Plastic, managed by Jarek McNeely, has $1,470.01. He has the most remaining cap space available at this time, so it'll be exciting to see what he does. Team Minuteman, managed by David Gagne, has $1,201.33, which is the lowest remaining MSRP value at this time, but still enough right now to, you know, make some, you know, make some moves, make some stuff happen. And then rounding out Team BIY has $1,221.01, and that's the team managed by Caleb Downing. Now, your third round is underway, so let's go to George who is announcing Team Bakelite's third pick. 
Hey guys, for our third round pick in the SDI 2023 Firearms Draft, Team Bakelite is going to go with the Mossberg 500 Fields uh, and Security Combo. Um, this is a great combination gun to have because the Mossberg shotguns allow you to switch out the um, their barrels so you can use the same gun to go clay shooting or um, hunt birds that you keep by your nightstand in case something goes bump in the night. Um, so yeah, Mossberg 500 Security uh, Field Combo is what we're going with. When it came time to do some shotguns, I think we were all kind of waiting to hear the Mossberg 500 come off the board. And by going with the field slash security combo, Bakelite now has the option to choose between two different barrel lengths. If I'm not mistaken, Joey, I'm going to let you kind of talk about this because last year this was actually going to be your shotgun selection until it I took was. yeah until I took the 590 Mariner. So this is a prospect you're quite familiar with. I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah. So uh, the stats on this one. I think most people actually know, but I'll give them to you in a way. This is a 12-gauge shotgun. I think you can get it in different ones, but um, capacity of 5 plus 1, 18 and a half inch barrel, and a 28-inch barrel. MSRP on that one is $557. I think this is the best move Bakelite's made so far, and I will double down on that in saying if I were to do this draft right now, this would be my first overall pick. Whoa. Um, because there are, this is that pick you got to make every year. You got to go get the, you got to go work on the trenches, the D-line. But in that D-line, there are two prospects that everyone's looking for. It's the two field combos, Remington 870 and Mossberg 500. I prefer Mossberg over Remington. They're both great on it. I mean, people split hairs. But there is, you know, handguns, there's a million of them. And rifles, there's a million of them. Especially even with things that you like. You have the Remington 700, and someone takes that, you can switch over to the Ruger counterpart, or the Stevens counterpart, or the Savage Tech counterpart. And that's, that's just not the case here. There's only two of them. Uh, I think this is the best value pick of the draft so far. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can disagree with that. Yeah, I think the positional flexibility you get, being able to alternate between those two different barrel lengths uh, is very important. Not to mention the financial flexibility that a high-quality shotgun with an MSRP of $557 is going to do to open some of this up, especially because, you know, initially— in round one, we were a bit worried when he uh, went with the Wasserton. Like, okay, that's going to be a fair amount of his, his cap space. Yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit right there. Yeah. I think his team is really, really shaping up very well, and it's competitive to be one of the best so far. But let's see what the other teams have to say about that. We go to Team Foreign Plastic with their selection. Hey, the SDI. This is Jared with Team Plastic Foreign or Foreign Plastic, whichever way you want to go about it. We're coming with the next draft pick in our gun draft, and that is our shotgun pick, which is the Rock Island Lion in 12 gauge. Stay tuned, we'll get to our accessories and some of the other picks. Well, as expected, round three typically tends to be the round where you see shotguns go off the board. You know, a lot of people, you know, are hesitant to do it in the first round or second rounds because again we kind of talked about that uh positional value but honestly the rock island lion was a shotgun i wasn't super familiar with but let me go through the stats real quick it's a semi-automatic 12 gauge shotgun it's got capacity of four rounds barrel length of 18 inches overall length of 39.37 what's really appealing about this shotgun with him being one of the last ones to be able to make his shotgun pick Certainly that limits options, but the MSRP on this bad boy is $299. I say Team Foreign Plastic has been living up to their name by pinching pennies and saving money. Uh, the low MSRP is obviously a benefit here. Joey, what, are you familiar with the line? Uh, a little bit. I think this is a good pick. Um, actually, I thought it was interesting in terms of value for a while, but was worried about it potential liability issues, but if Jared is picking it, I am less worried about those issues. Rock Island Armory does some good stuff. They make 1911s that are deeply beloved, and I think this is a really good pickup here. I don't know if one of us accidentally conveyed to Jared that if he saved all of his money, he, like, got it at the end or something. But uh, <laughs> he's running out of options to burn it through. So good pick, definitely good pick. This is the store brand armory. 
Now, I think a good player comp for the Rock Island Lion, in my estimation, is I think Cole Strange. Yeah. I was going to say Kyle Duggar, which was the same team picked at almost the same spot. You get that pick, and you're like, what in the world? But it turns out to work pretty darn well for you. Yep. Now, Team Minuteman, they still need to pick a shotgun or a wild card. Let's see what direction they go. Uh, here's Roger Goodell with the pick. With the 11th pick of the 2023 SDI Firearms Draft, Team Minuteman selects Mossberg 940 Pro Tactical. All right, so Team Minuteman, like Team Bakelite, goes to Mossberg for their shotgun. With the 500 off the board, they go with the 940 Pro Tactical. It's a prospect that some actually believe to be better than the 500. Here's what the 940 has to say about itself. I come optic ready with receiver cuts that accept low profile direct mounting on shield RMSC pattern micro dot sites for improved eye alignment and target acquisition. Now, some of the stats for the 940 Pro Tactical is it's a 12 gauge semi-automatic shotgun, barrel length of 18.5 inches, capacity of seven plus one, MSRP of $1,189. Now, I do not mind firearm at all in fact i think it's a really good firearm that cap space we're we're inching pretty close here that's my biggest concern at this point joey what do you think i think this is a good pick actually um we're in the 11th hour literally in this case so pickings are starting to thin out a little bit but i think this is a reasonable value for the pick um i can't remember what this leaves us with budget-wise going into the fourth round but I think this can work. All right. All right. And uh, we'll go over the MSRP at the end of this round as well, and then at the end of the draft for those curious. Now up is team Build It Yourself, B-I-Y. Here's Caleb with the pick. Hey, guys. What's up? So team Build It Yourself for the final pick for, what is it? I think it's round three. I'm going to go with the Glock 23 because a Glock 23 with a barrel conversion can be a, a, a nine millimeter, a 40, and a 357 SIG. So kind of a, a best of all both worlds, all a trifecta kind of thing. So anyway, that's our pick, Glock 23. You know, not much to say here. Much like how Team Miniman also went with Mossberg, like Team Bakelite, you know, BIY does the same with Glock. They go with the Glock 23. For all intents and purposes, it's the same gun as the Glock 19, except instead of being a 9mm, it's a 40 Smith & Wesson. Slightly cheaper MSRP, too, though slightly, like barely, barely longer than the Glock 19. Not the biggest 40 Smith & Wesson fan myself. We've talked about it on the podcast. Pretty controversial episode, if I remember. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I will I'll smash the dislike button on this. Yeah, I got. I have to disagree with this pick. This is the the this is the Jamarcus Russell pick. All right, this is a pick that has no business being in my league, and I want it out of my draft. Whoa, whoa! Strong words from Joey Upper. Once the Glock twenty three out of here biy's never been afraid to ruffle some feathers uh i think ruffle joey's here with that selection you know let's go and check on the um msrps for each team team bakelite has 723 dollars and two cents remaining team foreign plastic with a whopping 1171 dollars and one cent Team BIY, who just gave Joey an aneurysm, has $641.02 remaining. And Team Minuteman has $12.33 remaining. BIY, again, making the controversial Glock 23 uh, selection most recently. They are up again because of the snake-style format of this draft. And let's see what their final pick is. And last but not least, our first pick for round four, 
this is supposed to be our wild card, and we're supposed to all be gunsmiths. I don't know if we're all supposed to be gunsmiths or not. I'm not sure, but I'm going to pick the Dremel because no real gunsmith can call themselves a gunsmith without having a Dremel. And honestly, all these guns that we picked, they're all going to need to be modified and stippled and fixed up and things, and you're going to need a Dremel to do that. And if I'm the only one with it, then everybody's going to have to come to me to get their stuff fixed. So that's my reasoning and my pick for the first pick of round four. Now, I think this is a pretty smart, savvy move by BIY. It really speaks to the um, gunsmithing spirit, I think, what you know the SDI is all about, getting a wireless Dremel. Full disclosure, he did not really specify which wireless Dremel he wanted, so I went with the Dremel 8220-1 by 28, 12-volt max lithium ion cordless rotary tool kit. And that comes in at an MSRP of $167.48. You never know as the season goes, injuries happen, malfunctions happen. Sometimes things don't quite fit right. And having something like a wireless Dremel uh, on hand really is a smart move to have. You know, because, you know, again, it's a long season. It's a long season. It is. Does this pick lightly? Does it put BIY back in your good graces, Joey? I mean, yeah, I know little about that side of things, but I know it's the thing you're supposed to have, so I'll give credit for that. I'm a little surprised that BIY didn't use a little bit more of their remaining budget, but I live with it. I can live with it. Yeah, the thing is, I I don't know what Dremel he wanted, so yeah. I kind of just went with the first one I typed in and yeah. found on Google. So, you know, maybe his, you know, his Dremel set that he was looking at super nice like 600 bucks or whatever but uh still puts them in the position of having let's see 473 dollars and 54 cents left in his cap space maybe he's saving it for next year uh maybe. yeah <laughs> if we're you know still alive next year that was darker than i well, intended i meant uh too late dude. you're committed yeah well you never know you never know Team Miniman is up. Roger Goodell uh, is going to announce the final selection. With the 14th pick in the 2023 Gun Rack Firearms Draft, Team Miniman selects Sing Tago Smither from LSU. Uh, yep, so Team Miniman selects the SIG Tango MSR. Um, so you had to do the Daniel Jeremiah thing where you just say it correctly after he says it. Yep, yep. I'm deep in the role now. Yeah, I think uh, what the show has established so far is Joey is at least slightly better than me at accents. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, and that's really what we're trying to figure out, but... It's largely an ego trip for me, but... No, this is a great pick and a very good way to spend that last less bit of money. Great optic system. Going to make a lot of sense with that uh, five five six. Solid pick. Solid pick. Yeah, I think it, Team Minuteman has shown that they've come into this with with a strategy. Yeah, as David mentioned, you know they don't sell firearms at Minuteman Ordnance Company uh, that they haven't personally vetted and love. So, you know, Team Minuteman, they're a team that knows what they love, what they want in their firearms, and uh, really just going out and executing. We'll see how the MSRP plays later. You know, right now, let's go to Team Foreign Plastic with their final pick. Hey there, SDI. This is Jared, and I am throwing out this next pick in my draft. I'm going to go with a little bit of a combination here. I'm going to grab the Burris RT6 with a Fast Fire 3 on top. The idea being that I could always pull this off and drop it on top of my pistol as well if I need to. So, getting some optics as my accuracy or for my accuracy and as my accessories. Look to see you soon. Hopefully, we win this draft. All right, Team Foreign Plastic also gets themselves an optic system. This time it's the Burris RT6 Fast Fire 3 combo. Definitely using a little bit more of that cap space this time. You know, the MSRP, I think other than the AK he got, this was like his highest valued item 
Yeah. From what I've seen, Scheme Fit actually pairs super well with the uh, with you know five five six rounds, which is what he got on his AK. So definitely a good bit of strategy here, good bit of team building. Joey, thoughts? No, I agree. This is a um, this is where you throw your money. And I think he's going with the strategy of buy for value and then accessorize correctly and spend your ammo or money on ammo and good optic and, and the training you need to be functional with your firearms. Very responsible take with the final pick, and I think it's a great one. For sure, for sure. And now going to the guy that started it all, Team Bakelite, with his final selection. Well, well, well. How far we've come. For the fourth and final round of the SDI 2023 Firearms Draft with our wildcard pick, Team Bakelite is going to choose a LBT-6094 plate carrier along with two level four plates. Um, these things, they're not that heavy um, in spite of what some people may tell you on the internet and uh, they can stop up to 308. So um, I know anyone's plan shouldn't involve getting shot at, but um, just in case it does, bring this thing with you. All right, Team Bakelite is prioritizing getting himself some protection. Now, um, the LBT-6094 plate carrier has an MSRP of $573.28. And so, you know, he has the plate carrier and then, you know, the plates. Each plate, looking it up, the MSRP on the plates is $159.99. So making it an executive decision that uh, we will allow him to get the plate carrier and a plate due to his current cap situation. He'll not be able to get multiple plates because otherwise he will be more so over the cap. But I really like the uh, thought process here, especially getting those level four plates. Everyone else can kind of have the different offensive firepower they want, but you know, if your defense is really solid, we know defense wins championships. It does, it does, yeah. I think this is good, this is a great wrap to it. And I think that's an excellent pick and a good way to toss that that last money in. Final MSR for each team. I'll go through it right now. Team Bakelite is down to ten dollars and twenty-five cents. Um, oh, technically negative ten dollars and twenty-five cents. They're gonna have to do some uh, negotiation in their signing period. Team Foreign Plastic is down to five hundred and twelve dollars and one cent. Team Minuteman is down to four hundred. Negative $487.66. Team Minuteman just went rogue on us. Um, and then Team BIY is down to $473.54. Is that Team Minuteman or is that the New Orleans Saints? I know. That's why they keep dropping out Jameis. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the picks, just for a reminder, George's was the Wasser 10. The Glock 19, and then the Mustard 500 field security combo, and then a plate carrier. Jared's were the SAR B6, the PSA AK556, the Rock Island Lion, and a Burris RT6 Blast Fire 3 combo. David picked a Ruger SFAR, 6-hour P320X, full hand, uh, full size, uh, Mossberg 940 Pro, tactical. Then a SIG Tango MSR. And then finally, Caleb picks A300 Ultima Patrol, Revington 700 ADL 30 out 6, Glock 23, and then a wireless Dremel. Um, I am about to have to step away, but I wanted to share one last thing with you guys. While we were going through our picks, I made a micro draft out of what we had left to see if we could do it within budget. And uh, I've got it. If, if you're prepared Ooh. for a 15, yeah, this is unexpected, but I, I'm excited. Let's hear it. Okay, we're gonna call. We're gonna call this team. Oh no, I need something that's that's nice. Uh, no, we're the Gunrack Cognoscenti. That's our team name. Got it. Nice. Um. Yeah. So first overall pick. Save some money. We're gonna go with this Savage Stevens 320 Security 12 gauge. Pistol grip shotgun with the Ghost Spring sight. That's mm. an MSRP of $311. Uh, 
You can generally get them much, much, much cheaper than that, but we're going with MSRP, which is fine. Um, the handgun is going to be the Jericho Advance in 9mm Parabellum. That is semi-automatic, short recoil, 17-round magazine, 4.4-inch barrel. Basically, it's their full-size polymer handgun. And the MSRP on that bad boy is $559. The accessory I'll do now, I'm going to take 100 bucks and I am going to designate it towards getting the nicest uh, carry belt I can possibly get. There is a world of difference between a good and a bad belt for concealed carry and for training. I'm going to spend that money on a belt. Um, and then finally, of course, is the Galil Ace Gen 2 rifle, 762 by 39 with side folding adjustable buttstock, a glory to a stall. Uh, AK mag reciprocating charging handle and Picatinny style top and bottom rails, uh, M-Lock rail forearm, and uh, all sorts of really fun stuff. And uh, it is Chamber 762 by 39, as I mentioned, 30 rounds, chrome lined, cold hammer forged, barrel, very heavy, 8 pounds, 12 and a half ounces without a magazine, and its MSRP is $1,979. So, that's the add-in for now. I must depart the gun rack draft, but what a journey this has been. This is delightful. Absolutely, absolutely. As always, we thank Joey up for coming on to the show, since it's his show. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to keep the illusion that this is a professional program. Um, Yay! <laughs> uh, see you later, dude. All righty. All right, so just a quick word about uh, the cap situation. Again, this whole thing is supposed to be fun. I wouldn't look too much into it because my math definitely could be wrong. Because, again, I've been working on this for about a month, and the uh, past two days it has been probably – it's been a lot of research. So, you know, my math is probably off at some point. I could go back to check it to make sure, but honestly, at this point, it seems like a lot of work. And, uh, yeah, you know, so guys, this has been the gun rack. This was our 2023 SDI firearms draft, a huge, huge, huge. Thank you to a couple people. First, I want to say thank you to George, Jared, David, and Caleb for participating in this. Uh, they absolutely didn't have to, it was a bit of a time commitment. Uh, and Make sure you get to show them some love in the comments section for participating. Also, uh, feel free to comment. Who do you guys think won this firearms draft? Who would you say had your favorite draft? Tell us why. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get some feedback on that. Did you guys enjoy this year more than the previous year? If so, you know, tell us why. If not, also tell us why. This was a big labor of love. So many hours went into this and we, want to give you the best product possible want to give you the best listening experience possible so that has been this year's firearms draft until next time have fun stay safe out there and we will see you at the range sonoran desert institute is an online school accredited by the deac it is headquartered at 1555 west university drive in tempe arizona for more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.